Hey, hey, welcome to Dadding Podcast. I'm your host, Tiago Oliveira, and this is a podcast about fatherhood, relationships, and the amazing world of parenting. Today will be a really fun episode because I have as guest Odin Buda. For those who doesn't know him, he's an actor and comedian from Norway, but he became famous worldwide as the Frozen Dad. Thank you so much for accepting my invitation. It's so fun to have you here. And I hope I pronounced it correctly, your name. Oh, it's uh, one of the best ones I've heard from tonight. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, Uriam uh, is a Swedish name. Okay. So uh, it's probably since since you're like half Swedish almost. <laughs> Wish. Married to Swedish. Yeah, my Swedish really sucks, man. Because it's so hard for me to learn since uh, in Scandinavian they speak so well English. So every time I try to speak Swedish, people say, uh, "Okay, let's do it in English." And then... it's it's more you can talk like this. It, if people just look at you exotic. Yeah. It's so sad that uh, all my episodes this period I have to start with the same kind of question because of the, the coronavirus. How is your family? Was it hard to be in lockdown there in Norway? Well, uh, in the start, it was, I think it was almost exciting, you know, like for the first weeks, wow, we're in a lockdown. Uh, but then, you know, like the, you really feel that, yes, we are in a lockdown and the kids are at home and we're everyone is at home. But we got a big uh, yard, so that's very good. Uh, it's good now that we're back again and the kids are in school and kindergarten. And your job as an actor and comedian, imagine that you pass a lot of time at home, like when you study your texts and you write your own texts, right? So for you, was it harder or you get used to be home already? Uh, well, I've been traveling every week and almost all the year. Uh, every Thursday, Friday, Saturday, I'll, I'll be gone. But now I'm home, so I think it's difficult for my wife. <laughs> you know, my face is there all the time. I know the feeling. I had the same problem here. I asked my wife, what's the worst thing you know about me? And she said that you're breathing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't ask such a thing to my wife because it might be the same answer. <laughs> no, but uh, still I have a lockdown because I'm, I'm uh, working at quite big venues and they're not opening before uh, in the mid of August. So... Uh, I'm going to be at home till September, so it's going to be a long summer. So probably the Norwegian audience, they will know much more about you than anyone else. But you work more like in TV or in the theaters? In theaters. Uh, and the theaters uh, that I work in is from 350 up to six, 700 people. But now it's only legal with 200 and they have to sit like one meters from each other. Mm. So then it's too expensive for me to rent the theaters. So it's, uh, we just have to wait. I'm curious to ask, how many people stop you in the streets and point to you, oh, that's the frozen dad? Well, in I think in Norway, uh, people who knows me knows me by like stand up. Mm -hmm. But, but we, uh, we were in the States, uh, in Florida, and then there were like people coming over. Are you the dancing? <laughs> by the way, if you were in a coma the last year, year and a half, Odian went viral and became famous because he got dressed as Elsa from Frozen and dancing with his son also dressed as Elsa. Yeah. Could you have imagined that? How crazy is that? That we went that so viral. To be honest, my reaction at it's it's quite sad that it went viral it's my it's my definition of it um, I, I knew that you know people would like the video but like I, I 
thought that my uh, the already people who were following me uh, would like it and uh, thumbs up. We expect that people would find it silly uh, and and that's it, right? Yeah, but I didn't but I didn't expect it to go viral, you know, worldwide. It's funny, but it's also a bit sad. I totally agree with that. How crazy is that on 2020, like 2020, in actually that case was 2019, that a man wearing a dress just to have some fun with his child is a reason to go viral and make people surprised. When it started getting viral, I got uh, many, many mails uh, and uh, in inbox Instagram from from many people uh, who were so happy and it was it meant a lot to them, especially boys who had the, like uh, strict homes and rules and everything. So I got like hundreds of uh, mails thanking me, and that was very nice. Did your boy got bullied at school, or do you got any negative feedback to him? Uh, not at all. And uh, he had like a period wearing dress from he was one and a half to four, four and a half. How old is he now? He's, he's five now, a bit over five. So this was, he was four and something. Yeah, Yeah, he was yeah almost four there. And he's been always wearing, uh, you know, good, and we actually thought maybe, okay, maybe he likes, uh, maybe he's, I don't, we didn't know. Well, we just followed him. Yeah. When people asked us, they, they, people were like, to like, well, is he an is he and what is he? And I said, well, he's a human. <laughs> That's what it is. And, That's an amazing answer. Uh, <laughs> so he can do whatever he wants to do. I have really close friends who are gay. Some of them, they say, I really had a click when I was 12. The others said, I had a click when I was four. How much do you believe this is just a fun thing that he just will give up in in a while or something that was just a first step of him finding himself his own sexuality his own self well I'm, I'm not a doctor or a psychologist so I, I wouldn't know but I think many kids have times where they like find out who they are and uh, for him Elsa was like the, she was a hero for him when he looked at Frozen Elsa was like the greatest, like turned things to ice and, you know, it was so cool. So uh, I, I guess Spider-Man didn't catch him. <laughs> my, my boy is in the Spider-Man phase now. Many are and Batman and everything. But he was into Elsa. But like he had like a three and a half year time where he was using and dress all the time and he liked wearing it. And he was telling that, uh, yes, uh, mm -hmm. I'm a girl. And he was just and we were like, OK, that's so fine. If you feel like that, that's OK. Yeah. Uh, and also in the kindergarten, I was so good, like, let him do whatever he wants to do. And people were like, some people were angry. Well, is he a boy or is he a girl? Well, he's born a boy. He's whatever he wants to be. Yeah, he's a human being. So uh, we just have to follow him and see where it, where it goes. And the fact that the kindergarten follows him tells a lot about the Norwegian mentality, actually the Scandinavian mentality in general. There's this famous speech from the King of Norway that you can find on YouTube as Norris Us. And between other things, he says Norwegians are girls who love girls and boys who like boys. And I remember the first time I saw it, it gave me goosebumps. And honestly, I get goosebumps now again. It tells a lot about your society and the Swedish society and how you guys face these more naturally and actually as it should be. Yeah, it's, uh, it should be like that. Uh... Disappointingly, it's not like that uh, around the world. So, uh, but um, like we have, a, I have, a, we have a pink car, uh, we have a pink scooter, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and I don't uh, look like uh, colors are not defining who you are. Uh, clothes are not defining who you are. 
uh, it's the one inside you yourself that defines who you are. Yeah, I try to avoid this pinkish for girls and, and blue for, for boys. The only blue stuff that my boy has is because my the, the grandparents gave him. And the same, the pink stuff that my girl has, we give him Leo pants, Leo shirts, and then like I wear myself. So we really don't care about this uh, at all here. And I'm so lucky that I have a partner that go real align as mindset. Yeah, and if you go all the way back in history, pink was actually a boy's color. Really? Yeah, if you go all the way back. So originally it's a boy's color. And I think when Barbie came around, mm -hmm. they made pink like the girl color actually i never gave my boy a car but i gave him a doll and all the reasons because we are raised to take care of the cars and the, and the girls have dolls which means basically the woman is the one to take care of another small human being yeah everything that means a doll is just that you take care of you learn how to take care of another human being yeah so uh i want my boy to understand that he also has to take care of another human being yeah you know this is the metaphor this is the message nothing else but like if you go all the way back it's like uh, the woman take care and and the man provides yeah, exactly <laughs> but those times are gone now yeah Uh, we have so many uh, women that are having bigger jobs and making more money and, uh, you know... In, in my house. My, <laughs> my wife makes more money than me. I'm super happy. <laughs> Especially now in my house too. So she's, she's the one making money. It's a new generation and I think and I hope that our children are learning a bit from us. Yeah. And that they will they do it even better. Piers Morgan got upset when he saw a post from CBS, if I'm not wrong, please correct me. Yeah. Uh, the CBS article had something like best dad in the world. And he replied, what does this make him any more best dad than one who plays football with his son? Ridiculous. And you gave a greater response by wearing the dress and playing football. <laughs> so because of this episode, I imagine uh, because the fire plus this episode, you end up uh, invited to go to his show. Good morning, Britain. Yeah, uh, I saw these these on the internet but the thing that caused me m the biggest attention and obviously you are so polite they didn't want to say anything there it was when he said someone asking him uh what if your daughter asked you to wear a dress and play with her he said no not gonna happen and then i said okay i can tell you're not the best dad in the world because if you put your masculinity before above your own child's happiness i i I, I can't take you seriously. Why men is so fragile, has their so masculinity so fragile that they cannot wear a dress just to have fun? Because in this case, we're not even talking in the show. No one mentioned if his boy asked to have a, a dress on, was if his daughter asked to him to do it. Why? Why men are so fragile that way, you know? I think that uh, we're all like uh, mirrors of our own parents. Uh, we are like a reflection of uh, what we are grown up with uh, as herself so mm -hmm. i can understand peers about you know oh no this is a new generation i have to you know wear a dress and do it change is uh, going slowly but i think it's going in the right direction yeah that if you go uh, 10 years back 15 years back uh, i wouldn't be allowed to even be on television in a dress without being like drag queen So uh, we're getting there, but we're getting slowly there. So I think that we, we, we can't ask people to change now because now it's okay. Some people are like stuck in the old and some have parents that are more stuck in the old stuff. So uh, we just have to keep on moving the world slowly to the right direction. 
But I mean, I'm not even asking him to do it and post it. Why just do it at home and keep there? It's their thing. Yeah, he could say, I could do it to play with her, but then, but I would never post it. Okay, fair enough, you know? I think his, his, like, his job is to, to do opposites. Yeah. He likes being the one that when everyone says yes, he says no. Yeah, but you could see that he got so affected because you were considered the best dad, but not him. Yeah. Uh, so that's what touched him inside. I think he got in his ego. Why I'm not the best dad? Because I play football. And I asked him, like, in the end there of the interview, I asked him, you have three boys, right? And he said, yes. Which of them are professional football players? And he said, uh, nobody. Okay, I rest my case. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, but then he's got grown-up kids as well. I think he have three kids and one girl. Or something, but we have we have a long way we have a long way to go. Uh, but uh, but I think that uh, we are getting there, just as not as fast as we want to. Yeah, but that's the same thing because of the the color, you know, like yeah, yeah. why a color would make me uh, like because basically what makes someone straight or not is if you like the same gender or not. So how come one color that I dressed would make me oh oh now i feel like like hmm, this beard oh <laughs> this is so ridiculous i think that uh, might be a lot of people's going to be angry and say that's that's the stupidest thing i ever heard but if you if you go from like a like, uh, hundred years uh further in time i think that we are not together with uh gender i think in hundred years we will be together with the people that makes you happy mm-hmm Uh, and uh, the one person that uh, fulfills whatever you need, uh, that you have the same likes, that you do the same stuff that you like, if you like traveling, if you like making food, if you like, you find the person that makes you happy and that they, makes you happy together. Uh, and I think in hundred years, um, getting uh, adoption will be easier because so many people need to be adopted. Yeah. So. Uh, so I think uh, girls would be more together with girls and boys more with boys and it will be more normalized. But it's going to take 100 years. But I think it will go that way. Yeah, yeah it could be. We're going to be more like selfish uh, about what we want. Yes, I want someone to live with someone that fulfills my life. And the gender, I don't care. I need a person that makes me happy. Yeah. But many is going to be angry now for me saying that. So. <laughs> It's going to come, come in your comment felt, not in mine, so it's okay. <laughs> you mentioned that you got so many messages when your post went viral. And how much were critics? And did you get more texts from dads, from children? From many guys uh, who were having a hard time when they were younger at home. Okay. And especially from uh, India, Mexico, Brazil, South America. I can understand that. Many, many, many uh, responses. Uh, and also that when, when people are writing something, well, this is so awful and everything, you just let the other people take care of it. Yeah, throw to the, the lions. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, I don't go inside that discussion. Yeah, you shouldn't. Uh, also, when people are too rude on, uh, on comments, uh, I remove them. Like I tell, uh, I'm telling so many people that when somebody is writing something that is not nice, you can remove it and you can block them. Because your Instagram and your YouTube, it's your house. Yeah. You wouldn't let those people inside your house starting yelling at you at, like that way. 
So just remove them. It makes them more uh, more angry and upset when you just ignore them. You just take them off and don't re give any yeah. response because that's what they want. That's what they want. But then you said you got a lot, a lot of feedbacks from dads then saying like they basically, if I got it right, is they wish their parents were like you. Yeah, I, I think uh, 45 seconds of me dancing do not reflect me as a dad. Yeah. I have, uh, you know, uh, good things being a dad and maybe bad things being a dad, like every parent, you know. I'm doing something right and I'm doing something wrong. Yeah. Um, so it was quite overwhelming and I felt like, no, no, it's not It's not so, uh, your, your dad is probably as good as me and you know, I was feeling like going that way. But if you go to this incident, uh, and I felt there were so many guys uh, saying that they had a hard time growing up trying to do what they wanted to do because the parents stopped them, especially the dads then. Yeah, that, that's really sad. I mean, as, as you know, I come from Brazil and then Brazil is a really homophobic country. And today we're so unlucky for having a president who is glad to say that he's... He's homophobic. I'm proud of being homophobic, he said once. And even he, he constantly said like, oh, if your boy start to be a bit feminine, just beat him and you're going to fix that. So the response to that, to this kind of behavior and mindset is that in Brazil, we have one death every 23 hours related to homophobia. So, which is quite ironic if you think, because we have carnival in Brazil. And there is, during those days, The men, they dress as women and no one thinks they are gay. They just think this is for fun. But those same men who get dressed during those days, a lot of them, not all of them for sure, they are annoyed by men, between commas, obviously, uh, who decides to be dressed as women the whole year. Yeah. They accept if you do it for fun, not because you believe you in yourself, like you are transgender or you are... Yeah. It's so ironic, you know, like in this country, homophobic country that... It's fine for a man to dress for fun, but not because he believes he's part of another gender. I think in Europe we are we are you know getting it's much better here, Sweden, Norway, Denmark, especially. Then uh, Brazil is way back. Quite sad. Yeah, it feels like we're in the fifties. Yeah, but you are stuck in like the fifties there. <laughs> yeah. The, another thing that this president said is he would never hire a woman because they get pregnant. So and here we have the parental leave for one year, or one and a half year. You know, paid by the state. If like a politic in Norway would say something like that, it would be the end of uh, him as a politic. If it says something like this in Norway, you mean? In Norway, you can't even ask, uh, ask. Uh, you can't ask a lady when she goes to interview if uh, are you having more children and stuff. Then you get like a ticket. <laughs> so it. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, insane. it's insane. It's insane. Yeah, this is really something that really upsets me because I have close friends who are gay and they had struggled, and then I don't give a fuck if my boy is because actually if my boy and my girl if they are gay they are already because that's how they were born yeah so they they will not become you know so the thing is if they are they are already and no one knows not them not us and then but who cares my dream is that if, if one of my kids come home with uh the girlfriend boyfriend of the same gender as a natural thing and say this is my boyfriend this is my girlfriend um, and, and not you know the process of out of the closet just like normal meet my girlfriend then I've done something right they don't need to come say dad I'm gay imagine if I had come talk to my dad like this dad we need to talk 
Yes, my son, what's wrong? I am straight. I like women. Son, I didn't see that one coming. <laughs> <laughs> this is so ridiculous. They should always look <laughs> that way, you yeah. know? And does it sound ridiculous that way? Yes, so is it ridiculous this way too? Yeah, yeah. Lately, I just realized that we had just books related to animals and these kind of things. So I decided to, to start buying children's books related to inclusive topics. Yeah. Like I bought this Harry's Love. Do you know this one? No, I don't know. From the, the, is the animation that got the Oscar last year. It, it's about this story of this girl that she wants to get ready her hair uh, and her dad has to help her. And there is a black family. So talking how to deal with her, her feeling pretty and also from the, also the father perspective, helping out uh, to fix her hair and stuff. It's really beautiful. The you find it on YouTube. The I will put in the link in the post here. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. And I bought this book talking about that because I don't want my kid just because now we live in a really white neighborhood in Sweden. Generally, it's a really white country compared to Brazil, which is more than half are black. And there, I'm a privileged guy here. I'm an immigrant. It's, yeah. I I don't know if my kid will be bullied in the future because his father is not Swedish. No. But what I can do is to help showing him diversity. So he must have books with black people at home, you know? Yeah. And that's how he will grow up finding this natural. Only way to fix life, Black Lives Matter today, in my case, is telling my kid, showing him books. And in the future, whenever he has his own clique, he will understand, yeah, obviously, obviously it matters. Obviously, I can't be racist, you know, and with small steps. So he's one of his favorite books today. And also I bought a book about autism. I bought books about boy has two dads. And then, and I bought one interesting one called Julian is a mermaid, which is basically this boy that he see these two men dressed as mermaids in the metro. And he gets back home and wants to, to dress up as a mermaid. Too. So do you have such kind of books like this or this kind of conversation with your children? Uh, maybe before or after the, the event of the poster going viral? Um, no, we don't have any books, but we don't, uh, we have a lot of friends that are uh, I'm a comedian. My wife is an influencer blogger. Um, we have a lot of uh, mm -hmm. have all type of friends. So I think uh, my children are used to so many different people. Mm -hmm. uh, where they come from, if the black, uh, everything. We have a lot of different friends but i see it's uh, we also live in uh, a place outside oslo and it's very white here so i see that uh, it probably would be good for my children just to you know they have to see how the real world is outside i think other parents could have a bit more problem here raising kids here to find this integration and in my case it's a bit easier since I'm Brazilian. So understand it like it could be a bit harder. And actually what I'm trying now is in his kindergarten to have them reading daily inclusive books for the children. So to help out to make That's it. very smart. Maybe it should be uh, in all kindergartens. Yeah, we, we can try. We can try a campaign. What about that? Let's start a campaign together. Yeah, let's see if we can uh, make the kindergartens have. Uh... I mean, like I, uh, I'm not saying to have just these readings, but for example, if they read five books a day, one everyday book must be with inclusive topic. Okay. So Monday talking with with black people uh, showing up. Another day, Muslim people. Why not? The other day, 
autistic other day two dads other two moms you know so every single day if they grow up having these as a um, natural thing then we we're gonna make it yeah and it's very important and i also think it's very important just i try to learn my kids that uh, when when they say oh why can't we say that and why can't we say that and i said well if somebody's getting hurt in the other end don't say it that's the rule There, there's no uh, even also my uh, friends in my age they said well ten uh, years 15 years 20 years ago it was legal to say that and that well it's a new time so don't say it yeah for you is, uh, as a comedian is uh, is tricky because a lot of people say what's the limit well when as you said when someone gets hurt it's not funny anymore yeah that's the limit so uh, don't go there don't don't be like uh, well it's my right to say no You're hurting someone. Stop it. It's, it's so easy as that. I think it's so easy as that. So I don't, you don't have to push the line if it's not necessary. For what cause? Ah, I forgot to ask you something. Like the, you have two children. Does your second kid also dress it up? No. Or as another one, or just? He never had that uh, period of time where he. But he's older or, or younger? He's older. He's 12. but he's really connected to his younger brother. They're like real close, and and it was quite good because he was just um, to see that he really accepted that his younger brother. Like uh, when we were on a Saturday, we we're going to the the mall, and he was dressing up in his in his finest uh, dress. Mm -hmm. uh, And here like this and <laughs> got a purse and everything. <laughs> I love that. He's so he's so adorable. He's so cute. It's just like I go like this. And then his brother was just like, hold my hand. You're my brother. Taking care of him. So protecting him. And it's so nice. That's beautiful. Yeah. 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 And just being his brother and just letting him being whatever he wants. Yeah. That's I get goosebumps, man. Like, really, that's so beautiful. Yeah. It's uh, and they are still very, very close. Just very, very protecting of each other. Oh, that's amazing. If if I'm telling one of the kids uh, you want ice cream, he always asks the other one. He's gonna get an ice cream too, and I say yeah. This is where you see that you are doing well as father. Not as dancing, not not as dancing with a dress, you know. No, no. This is more thing that makes your good father say, okay, when you see your kids connected, and then you see that they respect each other and their the differences, and one is protecting the other, it's it's a good sign. You're doing well. Yeah, yeah. and many people uh, ask me that, uh, all the you know like the, the troll on the internet that uh, oh I did this because it's gonna go viral and and stuff. The truth about the he loves Elsa. He was wearing the Elsa dress every day. So my wife brought Elsa dress for her size. So she's going to surprise him. Then she went to Africa she, for for human, humanity reasons. And I was uh, alone with him. So I went down uh, in the bedroom. I found the Elsa dress and I cut her. <laughs> <laughs> and then I put on the Elsa song and I went up to him just and I want to film to see his reaction. It was his reaction I wanted to see, you know, and just like, and he was just like, wow. And he was just like, we are two superheroes. It was just not like. And that's the thing you're saying, like uh, Elsa is a superhero and Elsa, if I'm not wrong, I'm not a uh, uh, Disney princess expert. She's the first feminist uh, that doesn't need a prince. Exactly. She was the first one who actually everything she does for love is for love of her sister. So yeah. the love is not like a man dependence is not related to any kind of sexuality or, you know, which this is... This is amazing. She makes her really special. And I, and I hope like uh, Disney and everyone uh, is uh, taking uh, 
learn them or what they call it they learn from it and it's going to be more uh going that way uh, we need more like uh maybe a transgender hero maybe we need uh you know yeah like a gay hero yeah. I, I, we just put it all together just normalize it and i think if i'm not wrong they will make the the little mermaid with a black ariel instead of being the ginger one they will yeah cool And this is these are small steps because that's the thing uh, people need to see and then feel represented. That's all what's all about. Today we're recording this uh, the day after the Father's Day in U.S. And if I'm not wrong, the, they launched yesterday the um, a documentary in U.S. made by Dove. I don't know if it's a, a documentary or uh, a commercial. And I saw in you posted that you are also in this video. We are together with a lot of famous dads, like there Will Smith is there. Yeah, <laughs> Jimmy Kimmel, Will Smith, and I saw it. And you. Yeah, <laughs> so, it's it's my little uh, little uh, Hollywood uh, fame. <laughs> For... It's crazy. Like you do our whole career uh, as an actor, and then you become famous. For wearing a dress. Well, well, it, it's not. I, if if uh, I can make people smile, that's my job as a comedian. It's to make people happy. That's true. So, uh, so if it's in a dress or uh, it's not, that I don't care. Just if I make people smile, that's good. So uh, uh, I'm happy anyway. That's amazing. But tell me more about this documentary. How uh, did they reach you? How like where can we watch it? Um, or is it just in US? Uh, it's in uh, Apple TV. So uh, mm -hmm. it's it's called That Is, uh, and it's uh, out there, and it's uh, about uh, six uh, famous uh, actors, the role of being a dad. So I think it's probably one on Apple TV. Okay, I will check it out. I thought I thought it was something would run uh, just on the American television. No, uh, you can get it uh, as well. Uh, hopefully, in Sweden as well too. I think so. And what's your role there? You just they just show with your they they shot with you too. They uh, they contact uh, contact me and asking uh, if they can use it and uh, yeah and uh, how many minutes. It's very strict in uh, in uh, America about uh, using stuff oh yeah then it's been a big uh, and also it's um, many like unilad and everyone were uh, asking me they wanted to uh, own the video the dancing video of me and my son and this drew, uh, and i told everyone no you can use it just tag me and uh, i don't want any money off it i didn't want to make money off me and my son you know dancing it would be not good so i just wanted it to get out there is a better fortune the message than the money yeah it is and we were in sweden giving out the prize uh, on tv show uh, whenever i come to oslo i contact you so we can meet in person and then we have a fika yeah It went so quick and thank you so much. Uh, I really love our talk. Do you have anything else we'd like to add at the end and message or? Try to, if you're a parent, try to see the world through the children's eyes. And uh, I think that we as uh, grown-ups has more to learn from the children than the children has to learn from us. So uh, just be amazed of uh, how uh, curious they are and uh, how yeah wonderful kids are instead of trying to put them in a in a way direction let them lean us into the right direction well that's great message thank you so much again for your time it was so fun talking to you thank you for being here hope you guys liked and see you next episode hey though hey bye <laughs>